This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Um, As you heard in the news earlier today, BC's medical health officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, announced there have been three more deaths in this province linked to COVID-19. They are all at the Lynn Valley Care Centre and you'll likely recall that is where the first death in this province also took place that brings the death toll in BC to four. Uh, while we uh, have that news, that news that was announced earlier today, a lot of questions as well about what this means for care centres in general, as far as restrictions on visitors and protocols that are in place as we deal with the situation, which is constantly changing. So let's bring in Daniel Fontaine. He is the CEO of the BC Care Providers Association. He's on the line with us now. Daniel, thanks so much for being available today. Uh, thanks for having me on, Joel. Uh, are there changes in protocols as far as visitors and what's happening at care centres? Uh, there are. So um, as of the last hour, um, the chief uh, uh, medical officer of the province, Dr. Bonnie Henry, has indicated that there will now be uh, full-on restrictions uh, of visitation uh, at the various care homes throughout British Columbia. It's something that we've uh, been asking for uh, on a voluntary basis for the last uh, several number of days. We're very pleased to see that this has now been implemented throughout British Columbia as one method of uh, preventing the introduction of COVID-19 into uh, to care homes. There are still some exceptions to that, uh, but that will be the determination of the operator as to who is allowed in um, to assist if there is a requirement there for someone to be with a loved one for a particular reason, that will be up to the individual care home to make that determination. But as of about an hour ago, the situation has now has now changed. And do you anticipate that this will make a big difference? So maybe we should have brought this measure in sooner? You know, Jill, I don't want to second guess the provincial health officer at this point. I think we um, are just very pleased that the the order has come down. It has, uh, it will, uh, over the coming uh, hopefully hours and days, relieve a lot of pressure. As you can imagine, um, it is a very challenging situation to have people coming in and out of a care setting, um, especially when there is a lot of anxiety um, and heightened awareness of this particular virus. Um, it will reduce lots of pressure on the operations to restrict um, access uh, over the coming days or weeks. So we're very pleased that the provincial health officer has made that decision uh, this afternoon. Uh, there's also been a discussion about workers at many care centres that work at multiple sites, not just mm-hmm. at one centre. Has that changed? No, that has not changed at the moment. Uh, We have been in discussion with the Ministry of Health over the last several days around this particular issue and uh, ways to potentially mitigate that, including uh, measures such as uh, the tracking and inventory of all employees uh, within British Columbia who work in a care setting, be it home care or in long-term care or assisted living settings, to ensure that employers understand uh, exactly what they have in terms of their workforce and where they're working, so that if there is uh, a particular outbreak that uh, we can move much more rapidly in terms of isolating it uh, in the coming uh, coming days. Uh, the fact that we have now four deaths in this province and they're all linked to one care centre, uh, that's got to be sending uh, a, a lot of uncertainty throughout the entire industry or concern throughout the entire industry. Jill, um, I'm very concerned and I know that every single operator in this province is concerned. It was deeply, uh, I was deeply saddened today to learn uh, of the additional deaths in Lynn Valley and I can assure you that um, we have a number of heroes who are working in our care centres right now. Um, they are doing their best to ensure that um, the care homes are, are clean, they're, they're virus-free, 
that families are attended to, that care, that seniors are attended to. It's a very incredibly uh, stressful time, and I'm hoping that over the coming weeks, um, they will need your support. Uh, they will need your getting onto social media and letting them know how much you appreciate the, the work that they're doing because um, we're going into a very, uh, a very uh, you know, difficult, challenging time over the next coming weeks. And uh, I, I would lie to you if I say it wasn't stressful for the workers and for, for our team here. I would imagine as well, a lot of the workers, not only are you dealing with a situation where we're working very hard to stop the spread of this virus, uh, we're expecting an announcement tomorrow about schools uh, in this mm-hmm. province, the possibility of school closures. A lot of the workers uh, in this field have kids mm-hmm. that are in schools uh, and are dealing with that stress as well. Yeah, and that's precisely why uh, we are right now being very proactive. We reached out to the Vancouver Canucks, and as you probably heard yesterday, um, they have provided to us uh, at their cost um, access to additional cleaners to be able to come into the care homes. And if we're cleaning and doing a deep clean two times a day, I'd prefer we do it four times a day or five times a day if we can do that. Um, We're looking at getting additional uh, workers as well for things like food preparation, uh, security at the doors, all those kinds of things. It's it's all hands on deck because we know that this is not a normal time and our, our workforce will not be in kind of a regular workforce. So very pleased to hear that the Canucks have done this. We're also pleased that Pavco has offered the same thing and we're in discussions with other regions in the province and trying to be as proactive as possible in places like the Okanagan and on Vancouver Island where there will be uh, professional cleaning staff who would be able to assist in providing additional cleaning, which we know uh, the more deep cleans you do, the less chance that the virus will have to uh, to be uh, infecting other people. Uh, we only have a minute left. And just on the issue of isolation, I know there was talk today, if you can text, if you can FaceTime to keep that contact going, mm-hmm. uh, that won't be possible everywhere, but uh, people being encouraged to do that. Yes, and that is uh, in many homes. We do already do have that uh, capability of using Skype and using iPads and, and telephone. And absolutely, the staff will do uh, uh, whatever they can to ensure that seniors are absolutely connected with their loved ones. That is a very top priority. We understand that social isolation can have other health impacts. Um, So we're doing our best, and that's why we want to make sure that we free up staff uh, so that they're not having to staff the front doors or doing food preparation. We want to bring some extra staff in to help and to relieve over the next four to six weeks, as we know we're going to be under a lot of uh, a lot of pressure. But absolutely, uh, that's something we, we want to encourage, that use of technology over the next few weeks. All right, we'll leave it there. And Daniel, I know we'll talk to you again. Thank you so much. Thanks, Joe.